0: Hello everybody and welcome back and welcome to my special guest Jessica, one of our very own babies team. Always excited to have you. Thank you so much for hopping on today.
1: Thank you Debbie. I'm absolutely honored to be a part of this uh, perinatal world. It's uh, it's amazing. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Well Jessica is a perinatal support worker and a birth coach so you have so much powerful wisdom and knowledge that you're able to pass down to all these families so so excited to have you as part of our village and now everyone that's listening and watching too so today's hot topic is about birth plans and i know you mentioned this in one of the other podcasts so let's dive in let's talk about first
1: off what the heck is a birth plan so the main thing that i want to say about a birth plan is that it's not definitive straight and forward it's not a list of what you want to happen in your birth and you're going to follow it from A to B, and nothing's going to divert from it. Um, So what a birth plan is basically looking at, how would you like to, how would you like your birth to go? And then B, how are you going to make that happen? How are you going to be able to um, incorporate all of the things you want in your birth to have the outcome that you would like? Whatever that outcome may be, whether you have a a planned cesarean, whether you would like to have a vaginal birth, whatever that case may be, um, whatever it looks like for you, but you really just to have an idea as to how can you achieve that goal that you have. Um, And the great thing about a birth plan is just creating communication between yourself, your partner, um, number one, if that's who you're, uh, whoever you're working with, whether that be the father of the child, whether that be a support um, labor person, your mother, your auntie, your friend, whoever's there with you, so that you're on the same page, you know, it's very important, Um, we want the mother to be the focus um, of what is happening, obviously, she's the one that is giving birth. So we need to keep her in mind at all times while creating this birth plan. But we also want to look at what ideologies you have around birth you know, and how can we make this happen for you, we want to make sure that you and the birth partner are on the same page. So if you know, I'm going to use husband or or, um, father of the child as an example, if you know, his pain tolerance is, you know, zero, and mama's is out of 10. And now you're in, you know, in the labor, and you guys haven't discussed this. And he's like, you need an epidural, you need an epidural. And she's like, I didn't want an epidural, what are you doing? You know, so we just it's really just to avoid any sort of, hiccups that we can avoid, you know, and to create a plan that allows you, as I said, to get to your final destination, which is giving birth to your baby. Um, It's really great to understand, help you to understand, you know, what your strengths are, um, and where you're going to need support. You know, if you're somebody that you know, really likes to have physical touch that helps you to relax. And you you wanna be able to communicate with that with them prior to that. And you wanna be able to practice those. Um, you wanna be able to, you know, go in confidently and speak with the nurses and the doctors and say, you know, I would really like to have this type of birth, whatever that looks like to you. And, and um, I've done my, you know, I've done my work to try to get myself to there, right? Uh, I think the one thing that nurses and doctors and midwives, perhaps I, you know, I can't speak on anybody's behalf, my apologies, but I think that, you know, walking in with a list that says, I'm going to do this, 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 and this hand it to them and say, this is what I would like to happen. That's not really, um, that's not really what a birth plan is a birth plan. It gives you the opportunity, like I said, to explore how you would like your birth to go, explore the tools that will get you there and be on the same page as your partner.
0: That's great. And, you know, what I love is that, you know, for example, our baby's prenatal classes, um, they give an opportunity to even enlighten parents on what is possible and what options are available. So I love that the birth plan is something that they can sit down and, you know, as a family decide, what does this look like? And you mentioned a couple of things that can be, you know, a parent, parents can sit down and say, you know, I want to birth in the tub. I don't want the epidural and I want to be able to walk around the room. Exactly. But some families might be going into more detail, they might want the lights off. And I want candles and or, you know, fake candles in there. And I want this music playing. And so go over about, you know, how minor of a birth plan and how detailed the birth plan, it could be.
1: Yeah, and and exactly, as Debbie had said, you can go down to your final detail that, you know, when I'm going when baby starts crowning, I want to be doing this, I want to be in that position. Um, And you know what, you want to include all of those things for yourselves and as a communication with you and whoever's gonna be involved in the labor as far as your support person. Um, that's something that I love to do and I, I do discuss it with them. Do you wanna have candles? I think it's beautiful to create the ambiance, you know, or are you fine with having the fluorescent lighting and it doesn't, you know, like these are conversations that just need to happen prior to getting there. Um, and the big thing is, is it's just opening communication and getting you on the same page. So you can go into full detail Um, But what I would like, what I do like that you mentioned is through the education, prenatal classes, I am a very strong advocate of that, not only because I teach them, but I'm just a very strong advocate in education, because that will create preparedness. And when you have when you're prepared for any scenario, then that just allows to take away some of the unknown, which then will take care of your fear and being able to actually have yourself you know, um, how do you say, unfold your birth story as you wish, as you would like to see it happen. Um, the one thing that Debbie did mention is, you know, I want to have it in a tub, I want to have an epidural. I think what we need to do is, is not maybe exclude anything, you know, and this is where the ex- um, education comes in as well. Because if you go in saying, you know, and and I've had several of these, you know, I've had um, a client who went in, I want absolutely no needles whatsoever. I'm, you know, I'm having a vaginal birth, and they're dead set on it. I still educate them on cesareans, epidurals, all the medication that's possible, all the tools that they can use, because you you don't really know. As much as we're spending this time, as we talked about before, creating the proper mindset, creating, you know, having these tools, all of that, it's still the journey is going to unfold as it's gonna unfold, right? So we wanna be prepared on all levels. So um, some of these, some of my clients who have said, you know, I don't want this and I don't want epidural, absolutely don't want, and I use epidural because it's such an easy topic to talk about. Um, I am pro tools, whatever words work. And then you get in the labor (laughs) room. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) to be clear. (laughs) So I do, you know, I do say to them, you know, if if you're that adamant, you know, let's discuss epidural, you know, so if it comes up, you are, you know, educated on how it's going to happen. What's going to, you know, what does it look like? What it's going to feel like, yada, yada. And let's have a safety word. Let's have a safety word between you and your partner that you've been out of it, you don't want it. But if you get to a point that you feel, you know what, I've changed my mind and I would like to have it, and that's okay. You know, we can pivot in a moment. We're capable, we're intelligent, strong beings. We can pivot, but we wanna make sure that you're pivoting from a place that you're still going to be happy when you come out on the other side and not be disappointed in yourself. So this is why I I do discuss it all and say, no, these are beautiful tools. Let's figure it out. So I say, let's have a safety word, whether it be giraffe or horny, whatever you want to call it. Let's have a safety word. So we all know in this room that you're like definitive. I'm having it, Um, you know, and, and there's reasons why we need to have these backup plans, so to speak. Because as we said, we don't know life is life is like that we can, we've all had plans on how our life is going to unfold. And guess what, pivot, 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 right? Well, this is why
0: it's called the birth plan and not a birth expectation, right? Because we go in there with kind of an idea or a visual of, you know, between myself and my partner, this is what I want it to kind of look like. And these are some beautiful things that I'd like to include in there. And these are some things I don't want to have but you do have to have an open mind when you're going in. So you do have that visual, but also, you know, and I want to touch on this because you might have someone whose birth plan really involves them delivering vaginally and it doesn't matter. Everything else doesn't matter, but I want to deliver vaginally. And then they get there and that whole plan was totally thrown out the window because now they need a C-section or whether it's scheduled C-section or it happened right off the bat. So how can someone, and this might be, you know, back to some of the way of of how we think, How can someone pivot, you know, easier when one of their main things was I really want a vaginal birth and now they're having a C-section birth,
1: you know, and that, that has come up. I actually had a client who, like I said, was adamant. She didn't want any needles whatsoever. And, um, I sent her into the hospital early. She started going into labor. I sent her into the hospital early, and of course, I met her there. And within ten minutes, I'm like, "I'm, you know, sweetheart, I really believe you need to have a C-section, you know." And and she trusted me. And this is another way that you know, having um, being able to pivot is having someone you trust with you that has the education, has the experience. And and thankfully, we did because baby was the cord was wrapped around his belly, and he wouldn't have been able to come out vaginally. Um, But the so my point of this is, is you know, being able to pivot is also having a, a community you can trust and believe that they, they have your best interest at heart and that they have the education to back it. You know, I was able to see within 10 minutes of being there and just saying, you know, the way you're progressing, sweetheart, it really feels like this is what we got to do. We discussed it. Um, the doctor came in, I discussed it with the doctor and the doctor's like, wow, that's what we were coming here to talk to her about. You know, I'm glad that you've already had the discussion with her because you know what I mean? Like it, it just, it is able to open it up a little bit more. Um, but it's trusting yourself and your intuition, trusting your body and just knowing however you give birth, you've given birth and you're Mm -hmm. still successful. You're still going to be a good mama. Right. Because that's what I find people get disappointed in themselves if, you know, if they they weren't able to, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, birth out in the woods with their wolves or whatever they wanted to do. Right. So it's it's important to just trust that however baby is being born is the journey that it needs to come into this world. Um, and, you know, once again, I know some people are like, oh, okay, whatever. But it, it really is a lot about mindset and just trusting yourself and trusting your professionals that you have around you, right? That that's they right. are doing what's in your best interest for you and the baby, right? That's right.
0: And well, let's face it, as much as we can plan for everything, prenatal and postpartum, that's probably one of the biggest tips for all parents out there and all expecting parents out there. You can plan whatever you want, but when we're talking about the baby world, those plans all go out the window, right? Which is a whole other podcast, but I think that's a really (laughs) valuable lesson to take away as well from this, is Mm -hmm. that you can have the plan set out, but don't expect it to fall through. Because if you have that expectation and it doesn't fall through, it's going to really affect how you maybe perceive the birth. You might think, oh, the birth failed. It didn't work the way I wanted it to work. So, Mm -hmm. you know, something
1: I think we both agree on. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, it, it, you're going to be able to roll with the punches, so to speak, or roll with how, what's happening if you have the education behind you. You know, fortunately, this, you know, I'm talking to this one client. Fortunately, when I taught her, her I was able to teach her her prenatal class. Um, and I taught her about cesarean. So she didn't, it wasn't like a whole new concept to her. You know, I make sure that my clients are fully aware. And I know our other education um within our our, uh, organization does as well, but make them fully aware of all of it. You know, don't, if, you know, it's being narrow-minded that you're like, you know, I just want to have, this kind of birth, or like you know, you have a planned cesarean, and all of a sudden you go into labor, and you're like, "Damn, I'm actually giving birth, to Angela. I don't know how to do that because I, you know, it goes both ways, right? <laughs> you're right. You're so right. You well, know, wow, it goes both great. ways. So education is huge. Like I am a such a huge advocate on education because it equals preparedness, which eliminates some fear and unknowing, right? So. I love that. Well, thank you so much,
0: Jessica, for sharing all this information. I think that birth plans definitely can, if anything, even if none of the birth plan that you wrote happened, it really asks a lot of questions and enlightens us on a lot of things that maybe we didn't even know were things to think about. So I think a birth plan paired with a prenatal class actually are a great way of entering into birthing that you know like one of our other podcasts will eliminate fear so it's it ties in so well so thank you so much for sharing today and for being with us
1: yes communication is key right thanks
0: everyone for listening right, thank you so much care. for being here
1: thank you